All right, well, good day, everyone. Welcome to episode two of the Off the Mark Cricket Podcast. My name is Nuan, and alongside me I have my wonderful colleague Sanjeet. And uh, today is a bit of a somber day for an India fan. Um, it is. <laughs> this is this is something that we we really do need to discuss. Although uh, my wonderful <coughs> colleague here is uh, kind of squirming in his seat, <laughs> not not too happy about uh, the proceedings of that fateful second test at the Adelaide Oval between India and Australia. Um, first test. Sorry, first test. Oh, my goodness. I, I'm getting ahead of myself there. <laughs> sorry, mate. Yes, seen first, second test. I've already called the series. Yes, no. But, um, but yeah, look, I, I think it's on everyone's lips. Like, what happened in that India second innings? All out for 36. It's, uh, it's an absolute shocker of a batting performance. And uh, no one saw this coming, not even, not even the, the Aussies themselves. And, um, you know, we need to dissect no, it, analyze it, um, you know, figure out what, 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 what happened there because, you know, no one saw this coming and you, you'd think the India side packed with such batting talent like Virat Kohli, Rahane, uh, you know, Hanuma Vihari is a good first-class record as well. All these batsmen, they just capitulated. Um, so look, let's get straight into it. Mm. Sanjeet, you know, you are obviously a, a very invested follower of Indian cricket um, and I know this. Yes, is- yes, I'm. I'm <laughs> probably a bit of an anomaly in that I support Australia, but I'm extremely invested in Indian cricket. And yeah. and yesterday was was incredible. Is 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 all I can say. You know, yeah. I mean, you touched on it, right? All, all out for 36. The entire yeah. game went from. I was watching the start of the play, and Shane Warne was talking about how the game's evenly poised, and you fast forward four hours, three hours, and mm. the game itself was finished. It was done. Um, 25 balls for Josh Hazelwood's five-wicket haul. Yeah. Five for eight, the third most economical five-wicket haul ever. And, yeah. I mean, just 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 taking a step back from all this, this is the first time in test history. We've had test cricket for you know 150 years, however long it is. No batsman reached double figures. It's, it's, it's yeah. incredible. And, and I, I don't know if people realise how special, for lack of a better word, yesterday was, because it was special. Um, it, was. it was incredible bowling. Pat Cummins, Josh Hazelwood. Josh Hazelwood arrived in his first over and had two for none. He was on the spot first yeah. ball. Just yeah. I haven't seen this. They were they were on in the zone. And yeah. I, it was just just enough bounce, perfect seam movement. They were doing just enough to draw the edge rather than standard days cricket where you have repeated yeah. plays and misses. And for India, everything that could have gone wrong did. Yeah, and wrong, and you yeah. touched on it before when you said no one saw it coming. Josh Hazelwood himself mm. said he was stunned. <laughs> um, and they, they didn't do too much different except bowl a touch straighter and a bit fuller. And I mean, wow, if that's what it takes to, to roll someone for 36, then amazing. That's, amazing uh, is all I can say. Yeah. Like, well, what I want to ask you, mate, what, what I want to ask you is like, what was going through the opposition's mind? Like, what what is going through the minds of, you know, the likes of Pujara, Kohli, Rahane, you know, Prithvi Shaw, even like, what, what triggers a collapse like this? Because, you know, this. I was watching the highlights and it was just, you know, the Aussies weren't really doing anything special. It was just genuine fifth stump on a good length outside off, you know. And, I mean, some of the balls at Hazelwood Boulder is quite remarkable. But then again, like, you'd expect, you know, Coley and, and, and company to, to block or defend those nine times out of ten. Like, what what is happening mentally to the Indian batsmen at this point? Like, it's stunning. So, so I think there's two frames of thought here, right? I think yeah. your batsmen like Pujara... Um, and, and Rahane and a few of those guys got just 
they had they got a ball that had their name on it, right? And yes. you're going to get that in cricket. I think a lot of them did, and you can't do anything. The mm. the other one that you mentioned is Coley, and I think um, Coley right, probably should cop a bit of flack for his right. dismissal. Mm. Um, you're five for 15 or 20 when he was in, mm. and he's just flayed one through gully for four. Um, yes. And I think Matt Wade at mid-wicket has said, coming to you, Greeny, a, yeah. a Cameron Green. Yes, I Next saw one's that. coming to you. Yes. And the ball's been bowled wide of off stump. Didn't need to play it. It needs absolutely been suckered in to play a ball that he didn't need to play. And I think you, the question you ask, right, what's going through your mind? Having played through my fair share of collapses in my time, <laughs> I think you just you just forget the basics, right, which is to watch the ball, and especially if it's test cricket, mm. to just leave balls you don't need to be playing early on, you know. I think Coley's got this really combative attitude where, you know, he almost tries to take it to the bowler and he almost mm. is trying to counter-attack. And yeah. amongst all the pandemonium, he's just absolutely been suckered in. He's seen a wide half fall and he's like, bang, I'm going to absolutely nail this, you know, really start to put the pressure back on these mm. Aussie bowlers. Um, mm. And he's just, he's, he's cooked it. It completely cooked it. You know, um, you know it's funny. And I think, yeah, sorry, continue, continue. I, I no, no, go, go. All I was going to say, for a batsman of his calibre, mm. you'd uh, – and people might think I'm going hard at him, but, you know, there's a reason that he's considered one of the best in the world and uh, the best in the world, especially when you're skipper and only there for one test. Yeah. You'd think you'd be trying to steady the ship than trying to play at a wide one. Here's the thing. Here's the interesting point because he actually got out in a very similar way in the T20 series as well. He – um. The T20. There was one match where he was chasing a very wide one, and he and he got caught. Uh, not in gully though, but uh, method, the the keeper caught. But it was caught behind. I, yeah, I know the one you're talking about. It was extremely short and wide. He's charged, and yeah, uh, it was a horrific dismissal as well. Yeah, yeah. Do you think this is this um, is like an actual tactic by the Australians? Like, do you think they've actually figured out this is a good way to get Coley out? I mean, it's it seems like almost a strength and a weakness at the same time. I don't know. I mean, I do think that the Australians have learned to to play the man a bit when it comes to Coley. Yeah. Um, and by play the man, I mean, you know, yap at him, get get, get into his ego um, yeah. and really prey on that because Coley is, is, is a really emotional player um, yes. and he really thrives on the emotion. So I think sometimes really playing on that has worked for them as opposed to it being an actual tactic, I don't know, because you'd argue that maybe they would have tried that in the first innings when he was flying on 80, absolutely playing a great knock. Um, mm, mm. But I do think they do play the man. And I think he definitely, that's something that he needs yeah. to work on is just keeping, keeping because, calm. Because apart from obviously Prithvi Shaw's uh, dismissal, none of the, I mean, every other dismissal in that uh, collapse, uh, we're all caught, like it was either caught pain or caught somewhere, you know, in the, um, in mid-wicket, but no, actually most of these are caught by pain. Um, so, you know, it's just your standard edge to the keeper stuff. Um, mm. but it's just... And, hmm. yeah, it's it's an interesting one. And I think, for me, there's one key moment if we are to step away from this all that for 36 and look at the whole the test in totality. Hmm. I think Coley's run out on day one yes. when Rahane has completely burnt him yeah. um changed the entire face of the game i think india yeah. were three for 190 um yeah. and they had australia exactly where they wanted them those two could yeah. have batted for the rest of the night and made yeah. it sort of three for 230 240 come yeah. back the next day and really pile on and make it 350 and really almost 
not bad Australia out of the game, but, you mm. know, really, really make it difficult. Um, sort of and I think... Stand, like, stand when, their authority and just be like, okay, this is the platform sort of thing. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, and, mm. and after the run-out, India, across the whole game, lost 17 for 92. They, they never recovered. Um, and you can see it. It happens so often where a batsman burns another batsman, particularly yeah. Rahane good, knew he'd stuffed up. Yeah. And it rattled him because he was gone almost an over or two later. He was... Yeah. He was finished. He was just thinking about the run out. And that's yeah, one of the hardest on. things to try and compartmentalize that and say, look, I know yeah. I've run him, run him out, but yeah. I've got to go on with it. Um, yeah. And India never really recovered for me yeah. from that. But I mean, they, I'm, they, all, I'm not sure about recovered. I mean, they did well to, to bowl Australia out for 191 um, with Labuschagne. Agreed. You're right. Yep. You're right. And, You're right. Uh, and then, they did drop a few catches. That probably should have been a bigger lead. Um, yeah. But I, I don't, I wouldn't say they were behind the eight ball, but like, yeah. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still trying to process this collapse. I mean, you know, I, I, for, for me, I think you know, if you're an international team coming out to Australia, and especially India coming out to Australia, it's almost the the final frontier for them. It's the, it's yeah. the big one. Mm. You have to take every single chance you can get, and throwing away moments of ascendancy by you know a run out or dropping Labuschagne yeah. twice. You know, you only made forty in the end, fine, but mm. dropping Labuschagne twice, you know, dropping batsmen where you don't need to be dropping, and then having a collapse like this, I think that'll really st- That'll stick with them, and I think yeah. it'll hurt, and they should embrace that hurt if they want to come back. From it yeah, but look, I see a different picture because on day two, like India did well in the end to, to bowl out Australia for 191. They were had a 50-run lead. Like, you know, I was telling another colleague of mine, like, I expect Kohli to turn up on day three. Probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> They're like, mm. don't jinx it. Like, I was really like, you know, I was... um. I was quite confident India was going to do well because they had this advantage and it felt like they'd recovered from day one and, and gotten over those mishaps and things because, you know, the, the bowling was excellent. Um, but, you know, it feel, it's, it's, you know, these collapses happen, right? We've seen this happen to Australia against South Africa. We've seen collapses happen. We've, I remember, I think, in the 2017 Boxing Day test, Australia was all out for 98 um, against England. Um yeah, yeah, yep. Like, yeah, a couple of years ago. Yep, yeah, yeah. Collapses happen, right? This is a, this is something that happens in cricket. And it, you know, we, we don't suddenly say like a team is useless or they, they're crap now because they did this, but like, you know, it was just a procession. And you know, how does how does India bounce back from this? I mean, we, we, were, we were chatting offline, um, you know, saying that there's no way for India, you said there was no way for India to come back. I I partly disagree with you, but like, uh, I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't say there's no way, but I'm saying I would say that it's, it's sometimes very hard to come back from this sort of performance, mm. particularly mm. when, you know, you've got your, your captain leaving, um, you're on an overseas tour. And, and we've seen, so I think in my time, in, in the most recent times, the times when I've seen it all go wrong, the two that come to mind are England. They've yeah. come out here in between beating Australia 3-1. They've had two 5-0 losses. And, yes. and for me, that kind of shows... You know, when things start going wrong for you as a cricket team, mm. you, the, the wheels can fall off on a tour of Australia. Mm. They really can. Um, and I'm not saying they have for India at all. Mm. I'm just saying this th- There's this is a real fork in the road for this side, you know. Mm. Um, like you can really come back from this. And coming back from this and winning in Melbourne, I think, would be one of the finest wins in recent history oh, for them. Um, but it can also... Be, it's also could so easily go the other, particularly when this team thrives on the combative nature that Coley brings and he's not there. Um, yeah. I think it's pretty clear that Rahane as a leader is less, less combative. He's more of a, a yeah, quietly a, spoken man yeah, that goes about a, his cricket yeah. in a really sort of 
circumspect way. Yeah, um, he's a bit of, bit of a different character, isn't he? I'm sure he'll do fine, but it's a big change. Yeah, it's a big change in mentality. And maybe you'd think, I, I think Coley is almost exactly the type of leader that you want in this scenario. So having him leave after this test hurts a lot. It will hurt a lot. Uh, let's talk about some other individual players now. Uh, pretty sure. Um, look, this kid is someone I've seen. There's even a documentary on this kid and, and how he's rated as like the next Tenduka. Um how likely is it that he'll be playing in the second test, given that he was dismissed exactly the same way in both innings? I mean, I feel bad for the kid. He's only 21, 22, I think. He's a youngster. Um, you know, what are your thoughts on him? Yeah. I mean, overall, without going too deeply into it, I think overall in the, the spectrum of his career, he'll be fine. There's too much talent there for this to, yeah. for him to not be a successful test player. Um, I think he's, he's got all the tools. There's just a few chinks in the armour and, Ricky Ponting being the insightful cricket commentator that he is basically pointed out his his main technical flaw within the first ball of the test yeah. and he got bowled the second ball yeah. after Ponting called it and now everyone virtually knows that his problem is that he's still on the move as he's going to play that yeah. ball. That front foot isn't planted. There's a, there's a big issue there. Um, yeah. I personally wouldn't have played him in the first test at all. I would have yeah. gone with Shubman Gill. Um, yeah. Gill showed a tiny bit in the, in the one day as and he you know got a probably a few starts in the, in the tour games. Um, yeah. I think Shaw's just been on a bit of a, a decline almost. I think his record across tests and first class in the past sort of 10 to 15 innings is worse than what Joe Burns's was coming right. into this test. Um, right. um, and I think just in a, like you just need a batsman that's going to s- just stick, just hold firm for India. Um, and, you know, him making sort of these pretty little 10s and 20s in the tour games or quick yeah. fire innings, it's not really what India need. Um, yeah. They need someone that's going to stick, wear the shine off that new ball. And, I mean, I'm not sure who's going to bat three now that Coley is, is leaving. Um, but well, he's to really four, make sure... He's batting four. Pajara's three. Sorry, you're right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Absolutely right. Sorry. Yes. That's right. Um, I think he just needs to make sure that uh, Pujara is coming in later than the first over of the game or the second over. It's just 100%. I'd have Shubman Gill in short. So he'll be. Do you reckon Shreyas Iyer will get a go as well, or is he more of a limited overs? I guy? don't think I was. Uh, he's a limited overs guy, and and mm. and looking at the the squad that India's got for the first two tests, virtually it's bet- it could be KL Rahul as well. He is in oh, that yes. test squad. Um, Tres yeah. I is not in there, but yeah. KL Rahul's in the squad. So I yeah. think he's another one that could come in. Um, yeah. I think I think you'd have two changes and the two batsmen that probably come in are Gill and Rahul for Kohli and mm-hmm. um, Shaw. Very good. So That's, I think, yeah, I think yeah. those are the two, the, the, the two batsmen. Um, and in terms of the bowling for India, I think yeah. Shami's the big one they're sweating on. Um, yeah. He's a, massive. He's massive yeah. for them. Uh, he's a great support to, to Boomerah. Um, and if his arm injury is, they're still waiting on scans, but if that's serious and he's out, yeah. then India will basically be going to this test missing four of their best 11, being Kohli, Shami, Ishan Sharma and Rohit Sharma. Um, and out of the two reserve bowlers, out of Saini and Siraj, I'd probably bring Siraj in because he yeah. showed a bit in that tool game. Yeah, that's insightful words there, mate. I, it's, I definitely am on board with you there. Let's let's talk a bit about, um, yeah, I mean, Shami is definitely a big blur. I mean, you know, he's literally like Australia's Hazelwood, isn't he? He's just military on that on that peg. Just, you know, he's, he's a very, he's a workhorse a type bowler. Yeah. yeah, he really is. So wait, who, who comes yeah, in for really Shami? So who comes in for Shami if, if scans prove that he's, he's going to be out? He did, I, I'd probably say Mohammed Siraj. He's Siraj, it's okay. out of him and Navdeep. Snabdip Saini are the two okay. bowlers, and I think Saini just bowls 
Mm. I mean, I don't want to use pace as the only factor, but yeah. just saying he just he bowls too slow, yeah. I think, and he's probably not going to get the same assistance on the pitch in M- at the MCG. We know what that's been like yeah. the past few years, um, and I think he'll find it really, really difficult. Do you reckon? Do you reckon India is missing a trick there? There by, I mean, look, you know, Hanuma Vihari, he has a good first class record, but like, I mean, he hasn't really done much in this uh, in this Test series. Averages thirty six as a Test player. Uh, do you reckon India would benefit by having maybe Jadeja come back? Because in the Boxing Day Test last time, he got like a four or five for with his left arm spin. I mean, would that really help India if he was selected again? Or I don't know. You know? I think there's there's two parts to that, right? I think yes, overall, Jadeja is the, the the player in totality definitely helps. But yeah. I think what India shown in this game is they've got a long tail. Um, they do, you're right. And Jadeja, yes. can, Jadeja can bat, but yeah. it's just adding to that tail. That it's you'd almost argue that the tail, depending on how he's feeling on the day, the tail almost starts with Sahar at six. He's yeah. just, um, and that might sound harsh, but Ash and Ashwin does have four Test centuries, but they're all in India. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. And he did look nice for his ten or so, but it's it's not just yeah. when you compare that to sort of you've got Cummins can seriously bat, Stark yeah. can bat. Oh, you know, they've, they've, yeah. they can actually bat. Um, and I think India's got a long tail, and Jadeja and Ashwin can bat, but I think it's just making a long tail even longer. Um, yeah, I mean, and especially with Kohli out, that's got to be a consideration. Yeah, no, I mean, when I yeah, I mean, when I look at Saha, he reminds of a bit of a Dinesh Ramdan type character. You know, he probably hang around but you wouldn't expect him to get a 50 or a ton um but no it's good you highlight these uh, potential selection issues for india and i'm sure you know psychologically they may be feeling like they're under the pump but uh we saw the last boxing day test when uh, india was here they literally declared twice they were in such a dominant position um and i remember i was actually there at that game um jadeja was just you know he was just bowling some real heat with his left arm and so look um I mean, Australia certainly have the upper advantage uh, psychologically. They're, they're miles ahead, but um, I'm actually I'm interested to see interested to see how India make, you know, how they recover from this and and what they do about this. Let's um let's shift our attention to the Australians now. So you know, um, obviously hmm. the batting didn't really get a chance to show much of itself. But do you reckon Matthew Wade still gets a go in the second test? Um, I mean, he didn't really show much in. Yeah. The- hmm. So it's, it's really interesting, right? Because so, so from what I'm hearing, firstly, Pekovsky will not be in consideration for the Boxing Day test because he's okay. still battling concussion symptoms, Yeah, which sucks. It's terrible. Um, and Dave Warner is also in a race against being fit. So I don't know if as, at this point, you know, as we, mm-hmm. as we record, you know, I don't know whether Dave Warner plays, but if he is fit, yeah. um, I think... Dave, Matthew Wade is extremely stiff because I think he's probably the man to go. And mm-hmm. I hate that that is the case because he's the the team man, you know, taking on this, opening the batting right. Um, and he's never done it before in first class, let alone yeah. test cricket. Um, yeah, yeah. And you know who made a nice 20 or 30 odd and was really unlucky in, mm-hmm. to, to get out the way he did in the second mm-hmm. innings with that run out? Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, Burns slow look. I, I know the game was essentially dead when Burns got his 50, but, you know, runs are runs. Are runs um, and he looked all right out there. He looked like the game was coming back. Um, yeah. If Warner's probably fit, I think it's really unfortunate, but Wade is probably the guy to go, um, right. which, 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 which hurts. Um, but he's probably the most expendable at this point, unfortunately. Yeah. That's, that's just the way I see it. I what mean, do you, what do you think? Do you... Oh, look, I think, I mean, 
I would, for some reason, I really want to see Kowadric have another go. I think he's uh, he's currently doing all right in the shield, isn't he? Um, from what I last yeah, average is about 50, 50 yeah. ish, and he averages 90 opening the batting for Australia. But mm. I think, unfortunately, it looks like the ship has sailed for Usman. Um, but we'll see. I mean, he's not in the, he's not currently in the squad, but not you know, never squad. know. But uh, I mean, you know, we're, we're, I think we're still, still, still trying to process this collapse. It's, it, it is just, uh, some would call it breathtaking. Some would call it bizarre. There's all sorts of, you know, adjectives you could use. But like, you know, the last time, the last time India had a collapse like this was back in 1974. Uh, they were all out for. I'll never forget. I was, yeah, I remember that. Out. Of course. Oh, of course we remember that, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all out never for forget. 40, all out for 42, and and Sunil Gavaskar was playing in that game. But um, you know, it's yeah, it's bizarre. No one. Yeah, one got one. Yeah. Amazing. Um, but speaking of amazing, there's actually one person we haven't talked about in this test, and that's the, mm. the man of the match, um, Tim Payne. Tim Payne. Yes. Um, and I'm pretty. I'm a huge fan of Tim Payne. Um, right. Massive. He's one of my favourite players in this in 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 the current day. I, I just I, I love it. Um, right. You know, 73 that extremely valuable knock, and I think he's mm. so underrated as a batsman. Um, you know, I, I think there were discussions on Fox commentary team during the game before Australia batted, just general chat, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, would he be in the side if he wasn't captain? Um, and that sort of chat just, I, I find it so, I find it incredible that this sort of discussion is still going on. Um, not only has he dragged Australia out of the most turbulent time in its its recent history, um, but he's not playing these crucial knocks. Um, and he's the best gloveman in the country. Yes. Um, and I think, I think an amazing stat that shows how undervalued he is is for wicketkeepers with more than 20 innings for Australia, mm. he has a second-highest average in Test cricket behind Gilchrist. Right? Yeah. People talk about Haddon like he was fantastic, and he really was. But, yeah. you know, in the same breath, they all saw Payne's not really that good. You know, he doesn't – he's not like as good a batsman. But yeah. um, I think he is. I think he's so valuable having him there at seven. Um, and he should play for as long as he wants. And I think this game should be enough of the questioning. Yeah. enough. Oh, I, he's, yeah. he's, a, he's a great player and I think he's exactly what the Australian side needs, especially a skipper when, quite frankly, aside from Cummins, mm. who would be an unconventional captain because they never make bowls captain, mm. I, I don't see a lot of leadership potential, putting aside the whole Smith and Warner leadership ban thing. Yes. I don't see any fresh leadership potential currently. From a player that's got his spot solidified, you could argue Travis Head, yeah, he's been vice captain and stuff, but I don't think his spot's safe. It's as no. safe as people think. Um, I think Payne's fantastic. Is I it, think he was is it too totally early deserving a man. Is it, too, is it too early to throw Labuschagne's name in there for the captaincy, or just just don't even worry about it? <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, you tell me, right? You, when you look at Labuschagne, do you see? I see a bloke who knows and is focused on his own game, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. He's mm-hmm. focused on being the best player he can be, mm. but I don't see a bloke that could, you know. Be, you, you look at him and you're like, yes, that's the bloke that I want leading my country. That's a that's a leader that's going to drag us along. Be that example, you know. Like, yeah, he'll make your bulk run for fun, um, but I, I don't I don't see that from Labuschagne yet. He may prove me wrong and and be the guy, but I, yeah. I don't see him as a future captain currently. Okay, interesting, interesting. Do you? I mean, do you? Do you, do you disagree? I think. Look, I think Labuschagne is still very early in his career. I think uh, he's a bit of a weird character. I find at times just. You know, just <laughs> I mean, yes, and bloke wise, um, but he's look, a rare unit. But look, I mean, they're, they're, they're often blood captains, you know, around the 20, 
28, 29 mark in Australian cricket. So, look, if he can hang around for another three years, I reckon um, there may be a chance for him to where, where do you see Pat Cummins on the spectrum? Do you see him as a, you know as a potential captain at all? I'll tell you what, man. I don't, I don't think so. I, I think Pat Cummins... You don't think so? Interesting. Look, I think he's, I think he's more suited to being like a vice-captain because... Interesting, fair. Yeah, because like as a fast bowler, like, you know, your workload's already cut out. Bowl, like a spinner, mm, I mean, great, Kumble, great point. Kumble was obviously captain of India, and then Shane Warne had, um, you know, had opportunities to be test captain as well. Um, I can see it going to a spinner, um, but Pat Cummins, I think just the way he's going right now, um, workload's a great point, um, yeah. especially when he was managed out of the one days or the. Maybe it was the last 2020 or it was part of the one days, but he was managed out for workload reasons, right? And I'm not saying that he, he – I don't think he'll miss tests for workload reasons, but I think workload is a really, really good point. Um, yeah. That's a great point that I think should be factored in. Yeah. It's just it's – just, I think for any fast bowler, mate, like to make them a captain is is just adding extra baggage to what they're already doing because you've got to manage your own performance plus worry about the team and – and, um, you know, there, there, is a, there was a really good research article I read about why captains are often batsmen. And it's because when you're batting, you just have to focus on batting. Whereas, you know, when you're a bowler, you not only have to worry about your bowling, you've got to worry about where your fielders are. You've got to worry about all these external factors. Um, that's and, true. You know, that's true. That, and you're batting. You're not, you're not captaining while you're batting. You're not captaining. Exactly. Yep. Right. Yeah. yeah. So... But I can also see it going to a spinner because spinners do have this different way of analysing the game. Um, you know, my my dad once actually said to me that, you know, even though Ricky Ponting was the captain, he would always get advice from Warney at first or second slip um, on where to place the field and stuff. So that's just, you know, this is Australia back in their heyday. But, um, but no, these are, good, these are good points you raise. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm just interested to see how things unfold from here. Like, you know, India won the uh, last time they were here. India won the Boxing Day Test quite emphatically. Um, I'm not sure if you remember. They declared on 443 for seven. Um, you know, there were bulk runs scored by the top order, and Australia always behind the eight ball. Um, India declared again in their second innings, and Australia chasing like 400, and they were bundled out. I was at that game. I remember it quite well because <laughs> Coley made Coley made a duck. Yeah, Boxing Day Test, but India still won. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, on paper, do you reckon this? On paper, look, India looks to me. India looks capable of, of toppling the Aussies, but do you reckon mentally, psychologically, like what will be going through their minds at this point in time? That's a big one, right? Mm. Um, that's that when you go through a collapse like that. Say they lose a couple of quick hits, you can guarantee someone as they walk out the bat is thinking, "Here we go again." Yeah. Um, and that's the worst thing you can do. Um, here we go again. Yeah. That will be the big thing. Here's so not- they've got a. It's almost you almost mm. delete that. Test. You delete that test from yeah. your memory. You say yeah. it's gone, it's finished. Can't yeah. and, and I mean, I also just going through these numbers as well. I mean, I also remember that Rishab Punt played in the last boxing you know, test. What, what happened to that kid? Why? Why is it Sahai instead of Punt? I think the concern with so a Sahai's a better gloveman, pure gloveman, okay. um, and B, I think the concern with 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 Pant is, and I mean. You can you can pretty you can counter this by saying Sahar didn't really do much at the bat, but I think the concern with Pant is that a his temperament, 
okay. the aggression. Yeah. Um, and he's a great keeper to have coming in when your team's five for 400. He'll yeah. five for 300. He's a great front runner, but yeah. there's still question marks of how he'd play a fighting innings and that maturity. Yeah. And he's got time. I mean, I don't – how old is he? I mean, he I don't think he's that old. Yeah, he's he's 20, 23. I mean, that's yeah. – this is classic India, right? He's been around for – what, he's played – He's played first class for already five years, and he's twenty three. So he started at eighteen. He's been he's got plenty of time. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the next guy in Zaha. So I think he's yeah. got a bit of work to do in his temperament. He may well come in in the second test, right? Yeah. Bit of work on his temperament, on his glove work, and I think he'll be there. He'll be around yeah. the mark. How I mean, and, and how crucial do you think Pujara is going to be to this batting lineup now? Like, because after Coley, I feel like he's oh. the next next batsman. Like he's the next best guy. Um. Yeah. I mean, if you talk to the Aussie bowlers after the last tour, they were saying that Pujara was a bigger concern than Coley. Um, yeah. I think he faced something like 1,200 balls last yeah. tour. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, that's insane. And he was at it again, right, in the first innings. He made, whatever, 20-something 20, 20 off 100-and-something yeah. balls. And it doesn't matter. I, I don't care about his strike rate. He was doing the right thing. You know, it was tough to bat out there, and that's what you want. Um, mm. And that's I think I think it's kind of overlooked. You know, that was his first first pink ball game or first hit quite frankly mm. second hit since march yeah in, in in game conditions and him to yeah. still stick around like that fantastic um all went wrong in the second innings but yeah. i think he's he's vital now he is he is the linchpin if yeah. if he makes runs on boxing day india it's it's massive That's it's, it's it's essentially all on him i feel right away mm. do you think i mean mike agawal He'll obviously stick around. Um, Hanuma Vihari, I'm just not sure about that guy, man. Like, I, you know, he just doesn't seem, like, short of the crease. He averages 36 in tests. Like, why is he there? Like, what's what's his, you know, position? Or, like... Yeah. Um, hmm. he's, he's got, like a lot of Indian batsmen seem to, he's got a really good first-class record. You know, average yeah. about 57. That's... Great. He made. He did make a hundred in the tour game in the A game against yeah. Australia, um, which is which is great. Mm. And he's got a got a couple of good starts against New Zealand in the tour before this in yeah. February. So he's he's got the talent, but I I, I agree with you. Currently, I, I I don't I don't see it. And see, because um, I would almost you never know, right? It's, I would almost swap Vihari for Jadeja because then what happens is you've got then Rahane, then you've got maybe Saha goes up, and then You've got um, Jadeja after him and then Ashwin after Jadeja. So you've got two all-rounders and both Jadeja and Ashwin can bat. And Jadeja had success but in is, the last... Is, isn't that really weak, though, in terms of your number five then is Saha and he averages 28 with the bat? That's... Well, I don't know if that's good enough. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's good enough. I think it's, it, it leaves India with a, a, a team that could theoretically make bang big runs because if you everything comes off perfect but i think it could also make them even more brittle in terms of their batting order um which is the concern that's the thing the tail is certainly i find their biggest concern because in the first innings uh, we saw how quickly the tail just collapsed um for india Uh, yeah yeah you're Mm. right about that but this is uh Lots of lots of questions, lots of queries, lots of concerns uh, for this second test. It's uh, I, I'm surprised they're keeping keeping it well together there, <laughs> despite everything that's happened. I've been uh, keeping on social media as well. I've been running amok with all the uh, India collapse memes. There was a really good meme on uh, there was a community reference, um, you know, highlighting India's collapse was quite clever. And I think one of the funniest Please. things I saw was um, in regards to Prithvi Shaw's um, dismissal. 
they said the uh, these the, the the gap between his bat and pad was practicing social distancing. I uh, <laughs> thought that was quite quite amusing. But look, I won't I won't take too too much piss out of the situation. I mean, we all know India is a great side. We all know this is just a a very rare occasion, and it doesn't detract from the fact that this Indian team is quite formidable still. And and obviously they're the first Asian team to have won a Test series as well. Um, but I'll tell you what, Sanjay, um, it is almost time for to wrap it up here on episode two. Um, I'll let you lament in peace. I, <laughs> I'm sure. I will spend one minute for every run India scored thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, one like, one, one run, one prayer, one like. Um, one like, no, look, one prayer. That, yeah, look, that, <laughs> that wraps it up here for episode two. Uh, guys, for all uh, you guys listening in, thank you once again. And uh, we will bring you episode three and hopefully there's a bit more of a contest in the Boxing Day test. I'm certainly looking forward to it. Um, and that is that is it for tonight. Bye for now. Thank you.